My beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, of all the Lenten Gospel readings that we have, I think this one we heard this morning, the one that we just finished reading, that was just proclaimed by the deacon, the second reading is from St. John about the woman caught in adultery. I think of all the years I've had many different favorites, passages, but since I was ordained a priest, I granted the great responsibility and great blessing to hear confession. This one resonates the most. In Ezekiel, memory serves, the Lord says, I'm going to take their hearts of stone, I'm going to remove their hearts of stone, and I'm going to put them back in a heart of flesh going to create them anew. Today, we hear about the leaders of the law, scribes and Pharisees. And they drag this woman in, caught in the act of adultery, and make her stand in front of everybody, including Jesus. And they wanted to try to trap Jesus so that they could have something to accuse him of that they may eradicate him. This woman meant absolutely nothing to the mob. She was merely a means, a pawn by which they could work their manipulation. And so they asked Jesus, this woman is caught in adultery. Moses said, we are to stone her. What do you say? And Jesus sat down or squatted down and began writing in the sand. They kept pressing the point. Oblivious to the fact that this woman is so embarrassed, she just as soon evaporate in that moment just as soon probably be stoned just to get the pain away. They kept pressing him, pressing him, pressing him. Finally, he stands up. And he says, of those of you who are without sin, you cast the first stone. Imagine all these people, the mobs, they all had stones in their hands. And they had written with their minds on the stone, adultery. And they were going to throw the stones. Just give the word and she's dead. With what wrath, with what anger were they unleashing onto Jesus through this woman? But Jesus could read the woman's heart. Just as he's read the heart of the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman. He told me everything I ever did. 
finally, the stones that they went to hurl at them found themselves coming back upon themselves. Only instead of written idolatry, it was the sin of each and every one of them. One may have had in the palm of their hand the sin of arrogance, the sin of anger, the sin of violence, the sin of judgmentalism, the sin of elitism, the sin of superiority, the sin that only am I am saved and the rest of you are not. For as many people as there were gathered there, as there are many stones that were written with their own sins on it, and they found themselves having to drop the stone. The heaviest stone being dropped first by the eldest, as he lived the longest. And one by one by one, the stones were dropped and walked away. This woman is standing here still before Jesus. Jesus is still writing in the sand. Finally, he stands up to her, still standing there. Is there no one here to condemn you? No, sir, she says. And then we hear something powerful. Now keep this in mind, these two words, Jesus said. Jesus said. Unpack that for a moment. Who is Jesus? if not the very Word of God incarnate, the one who was begotten before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten, not made, one in essence with the Father, through whom all things were made. Born for our salvation. He is the face of the Father. God Himself was standing in the midst in the person of Jesus. It is God directly speaking to her. Jesus, God, said. Said what? The words that said, let it be. Let creation come into existence. Let mankind flourish. Let the sun and the stars and the moons run their course. That lepers may be cleaned. The blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk, the mute speak. The dead are raised. This very force, voice that spoke, let it be, now speaks. Jesus said, and it was. Jesus said to this woman that remained standing before God in all her humiliation. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Neither do I, who am God incarnate, the one who created you, the one who knew you before you were in your mother's womb, I created you. You are mine. 
Go and sin no more. She remained. She remained in all her humility and received that great sacrament of forgiveness, that deep sacrament of love. But the others, with stones in hands, knowing that their hearts had been read in that very moment that Jesus says, He without sin cast the first stone. The one that said to the woman, the Samaritan woman, He told me all that I know, all that I have done. She knew her heart had been read. These Pharisees, the scribes, knew their heart had been read that moment. And they left in shame. They left as Judas did, in shame. If they had only stayed, if they had only dropped their stones and stayed with heads bowed, they would have heard those words of mercy, those words of forgiveness, neither do I condemn you, scribes, neither do I condemn you, Pharisees. Go and sin no more. It is for this reason I came. It is for this reason I'm going to endure the scourging. It is for this reason I'm going to endure the spitting, the buffeting, the crown of thorns. I came here to go on to the cross for you, scribes and Pharisees. I came to endure the cross for you, woman standing before me this day. I did all of this for love of you. That you might experience my love. And my life. And my forgiveness that brings it all about. What, stands, what stones are you carrying right now, my beloved? What stones, what sins do you have written? that you hurl at others, or even you throw up in the air hoping it'll fall on yourselves. What sins do you have? Learn from this woman. Learn from the Pharisees. Drop your stones of sin and remain with head bowed before the living God. And receive his infathomable forgiveness. There is no doubt when this woman left, she felt like she was walking on air. We get a glimpse of this again from Fotini, the woman at the well, when she took off to the city quickly to tell everybody come see the man who told me everything I ever did, the Messiah. He has come for you. It doesn't matter what sins you have committed. It doesn't matter how grievous they are. Is it idolatry? Is it pornography? Is it drugs? Is it alcohol? Is it pride? Is it arrogant? What is your sin? 
stand before God in humility with head bowed. And you will receive forgiveness as well. Every time we come before Christ in humility, we receive the forgiveness that we seek. We have our shackles loosened. We have the yoke that is swaying heavily upon us removed. We too can fly like birds. We feel so light. And nowhere can this sacrament feel, can you feel the intimacy of these words that this woman felt that day when she was by herself with our Savior as when we come to the sacrament of confession by ourselves before the Savior. And we allow our hearts to be read through the examination of our own conscience. And for every, and when we're there, the devils have the stones with all our sins written on them, wanting to hurl them at us. But for every sin we confess, a stone is dropped because it can't be hurled at us. We've already confessed it. Anger at my neighbor, I confess that stone is dropped. Desire for revenge, I confess that stone is dropped. Lack of mercy, kindness, and forgiveness I have not shown to others. I confess that. That stone is dropped. And you'll stand there with empty hands. No longer any stones will be able to be hurled at you because you forced every one of the demons to drop the stones of sin that they were going to accuse you with. And you will hear those words through the power of the priest, by virtue of his ordination, it becomes Christ's words that are speaking to you through a human voice. Is there no one left to condemn you? And through your confession, you're saying, no, sir. And then the priest of the absolution says, then neither do I condemn you. Go and sin. No more.